TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good evening. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie. Now, he'll be back tomorrow. Nobody panic. He was having a little eye thing that he talked about on the show the last couple of days. And uh, he's going to get that treated today. And I hope he's going to be just fine. Looks like it's going to be fine, but it's the kind of thing you don't want to ignore. So having a great time filling in for him as always. Have Will here, Matt Causey here, always having a good time. And, of course, getting to the text line, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307, 71307. And the Car Pro Talk line, 800-905-0989. Most of the day, we have been talking about this new health czar. I want to mention one quick thing. I really don't want to, I'm not going to talk about Hunter Biden at all, even though testimony is now coming to light where he doesn't remember where he dropped the laptop and he was out of it. I don't, I, I just can't, I can't talk about him. I just can't. But apparently Joe Biden is now calling illegals newcomers. <laughs> I can't, I can't even, I can't. I, what can you say about these kind of situations, right? When they won't even call these people what they are illegally here, that's what it comes down to as far as I'm concerned. That's really what it comes down to. But that's Joe Biden. We've been talking most of the afternoon about this whole idea of health czar and this concept that somebody could be in charge. In case you uh, weren't aware, weren't listening earlier, didn't hear Charlie last night, he was very concerned about the so-called, what he calls a health czar. They're taking a bunch of agencies and combining them that oversee things like services for the elderly, mental health issues, disabilities, patients covered by Medicaid, and those addicted to drugs and alcohol and uh, other things were all going to be combined and put under a new agency. It's called the Executive Office of Health Policy. And it was going to be overseen by someone. I don't know who this person is. I don't know how that person gets the job. I don't know what that person's particular allegiances are. Isn't that a fair question to ask? I would think so. You know they're going to be loyal to the governor because they're going to report to the governor, at least initially. But shouldn't that be somebody who is uh, elected by the people or responsible to the people? So one of the people, legislators, talking about this bill, <laughs> Representative Micah Caskey, talked about previous disease outbreaks. When, when Josiah Magnuson of Spartanburg County said he didn't think one person should have that much power, Micah Caskey Uh, Talked about other past disease outbreaks, SARS in 2003, swine flu in 2009, even a tuberculosis outbreak at a Greenwood County school that infected more than 50 children and led to the death of a 79-year-old man. The government needed to act in those instances, he said. Well, didn't the government act in those instances? Was it the government, you know, there, there was already a health 
department. I mean, you're always going to have that. But the concern for people is not that there be a health department overseeing some of these things. The concern is all these agencies put together under one roof. And the power that people could potentially have over what kind of treatments you get, forcing you to, uh, you know, take shots you don't want to take or, you know, I know people taking, you know, flu shots right now or taking uh, shingle shots or RSV shots or all these kinds of things, which you, you know, I'm not going to tell you whether or not to take shots. It's up to you. But the idea that government could come in and do this and we know what they did. It's not, (laughs) it hasn't been that long ago. And you couldn't go anywhere unless you took these shots. And that's a big problem. Will, remind me who's on the phone, my dear. Will, are you there? Oh, sorry. Will? Okay, perfect. Just so I know. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is always open, 71307, 71307. Car Pro Talk line, 800-905-0989. Something else is kind of interesting. I don't know if you saw this. There's a reporter. Her name is Heidi. I looked it up, and I think I'm right about the pronunciation. I don't want to screw this up. Heidi, I believe it's Prisbilla. She was on MSNBC bashing Christian nationalists. I don't know if you guys saw this uh, audio for Do It. You don't need the audio. I'll explain what she did. But she was talking about Christian nationalism, and she was talking about the people Trump surrounds himself with. And I agree with her in that there are some people Trump surrounds himself with that I don't think are great either. Some of the people... But basically, you know, she's upset about the fact that she doesn't like Christian nationalism or what they call Christian nationalism. She says the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, she says, that, that human beings and human rights don't come from any uh, people. They, they don't come from any earthly authority. She said they don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Well, she's <laughs> right. That's how we feel. And she's concerned that some Christian nationalists believe that our rights should be bestowed on us by government. But there are a lot of lefties who think that, aren't there? You have the right to tell me what to do. And, it, you know, let's go back to Jesus's time. You know, when Jesus was walking the earth, who was concerned about Jesus and the influence he was going to have? The elected, well, not elected, but the officials, the religious leaders, the government leaders of the day were all freaked out because those people might follow Jesus and not going to follow us, Right? But this is what her liberal thinking says. She says, well, you know, uh, Christian nationalism is very different, but they believe our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. Right. They don't. Have you read our founding documents, sister? Have you read them? Not that you need founding documents to tell you that. Our rights should not be bestowed on us by government because if government can bestow these rights on us, government can take away these rights. So now it's kind of interesting Uh, some Christian groups have sent a letter to Politico demanding an apology over what she said. Well, I don't know that they, frankly, I wouldn't demand an apology. She's allowed to do whatever she wants to do. I don't care. Tony Perkins of the Family Research Council and Brian Birch of Catholic Vote slammed her. She's a political, as I mentioned, Politico national investigative correspondent. They said she has a disqualifying lack of knowledge of the United States of America's founding documents and a profoundly prejudicial view toward American religious groups. Well, most of these people do. I mean, they look at us, Christians, as, you know, idiots. They disdain us. And they'd like to see us out of American life, frankly. 
They don't want to, you know, they're, they're certainly don't want their kids going to Christian schools. They don't want any of that happening. You know, they think that we're just idiots and they think we're trying to affect policy. And I know there, listen, I know there are Christians who believe for some reason that if we just get enough Christians in office, that everything will be okay. But that's really not the point, is it? I mean, Jesus, when he was walking the earth, he didn't say, listen, if we could just get rid of these corrupt officials, we'll be all set. He never said that. Now, not that we don't want to get rid of corrupt officials because they do make our lives miserable. Everything costs more money. People can't afford to, heck, they can't afford to go to the doctor, go to the grocery store. It's ridiculous. I mean, some of the things that I used to buy two years ago have gone up 100% now. Some of the stupidest things. I see at a bottle. I used to like a certain brand. I was thinking about this the other day. It used to be like a dollar something a bottle. Now it's like two sixty nine a bottle. I don't buy it anymore. I went back to tea bags. <laughs> I'm going to make my own iced tea and tea bags. Forget that. But that's, uh, you know, a lot of people are affected by that. And it's, uh, it's very hard right now. Very, very difficult. Texter, I agree with you that the person should not be appointed to run the health care, whatever it's going to be in South Carolina. It should be an elected office. So if he's doing a bad job, he can't get reelected. We don't need another four, Fauci running our state health care, right? And the problem is most of the people in medicine now, I don't know if you would even be a person from medicine, you would think it would be. A lot of doctors are wusses when it comes to standing up to big pharma and standing, because a lot of them work for other people. You know, like I said, it's not a single doctor working in his or her uh, house or office. That's not what you see anymore. You see a doctor who's working for all kinds of other people who are running his or her life, and they're not going to rock the boat. I remember when I went to see my doctor, I don't know, eight months after I had COVID, just for a regular checkup or whatever. And she said, she looked at my chart. She goes, oh, when's the last, oh, you had COVID eight months ago. Oh, yeah, your, your immunity's gone. And I said, <laughs> I just looked at her. That conversation was over really fast. <laughs> what? What? I just had this. Why would you have me get a shot for it? But there are a lot of doctors who just did what their higher-ups told them to do. This is the mandate in the office. All of you doctors, all you nurse practitioners, all you nurses, this is what we want you to do. And they go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's it. I had to get the time of the swine flu. My husband and father worked at the same place. They were told they had to get the shot or lose their jobs. After getting it, our doctor told them not to let my mother or my young children get the shot. His reason, not enough was known about it. They both had health issues afterwards. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm Heidi Harris. Comments and retirement planning text line open 71307. You can follow me on all socials. Heidi Harris Show. Coming right back. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. 
See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'll tell you what, I'm looking through this House bill again, and it, it's pretty terrifying stuff. We've been talking about the health czar. I know Charlie was talking about this a lot yesterday. By the way, Charlie will be back tomorrow. We had a little issue with his eye. He's having fixed. If you missed him talking about that, he talked about it yesterday and the day before. You can look up his show on the Odyssey app and it'll be clearly Mark talking about his eye situation. So he'll be back tomorrow. He'll give you all the details on that. He was talking a lot about this yesterday, too. And uh, the Department of Public Health, and this is this is we're talking about a possibility of having an actual like a health czar here, like you know Fauci has a Fauci of South Carolina, as Charlie was talking about. But this uh, South Carolina Department of P- Public Health is going to be headed by a director who's appointed by the Secretary of Health and Policy. So who's that person going to be? You know what are this person's allegiances going to be? That's always the question. But here's one of the scary things. I'm not going to read you the whole bill. Um, you can read this for yourselves. This bill, uh, I'm looking at the number of the bill number is, I should know this. I'm looking right at it. Oh, 4927, I think it is. I'm just I'm checking this out. So I'll put it up there in a second. But one of the scary things, listen to this. All sheriffs and constables in, in the several counties of the state and police officers and health officers of cities and towns must aid and assist the director of the Department of Public Health and must carry out and obey his orders to enforce and carry out any and all restrictive measures and quarantine regulations that may be prescribed. (laughs) And on and on it goes. So this is scary stuff. So find out who your legislator is, please, and contact them and let them know you're not okay with this because Republicans voted for this too, which is what's so scary. I mean, that's some scary stuff. Let me get back to the text line. By the way, always open Common Sense Retirement Planning. Text line 71307. Text from my late husband's primary care doctor successfully treated all his COVID patients with hydroxychloroquine. Right. Right, exactly right. Texter, hi, Heidi. Nice to hear your voice again. Last time I went to my doctor, thank you very much. I really loved, uh, I used to work for her. She was a great doctor. Took her time, addressed everyone's concerns. Last time I went to her, she came in the room, hardly spoke to me, and went into the out of the room like she didn't even know who I was. It was sad to see her become that way. See, that's the thing you have to understand. God bless these doctors. I, I'm not going to see her rag on doctors. But the problem is a lot of people who are doctors, used to work for smaller practices or whatnot, maybe have their own practice. 
One of my friends uh, used to have her own practice and now she's doing telemedicine because it just became impossible to get paid because of the insurance companies and the amount of money that all the paperwork you have to do for hours and hours and hours at the end of the night for all the patients and stuff like that. It was a disaster. So she's not doing that anymore. I mean, that's the way it was for her. And unless you're a specialist, if you're a specialist, you can make a lot more money, obviously, if you're a surgeon or whatnot. But a lot of doctors have just, they've just thrown up their hands. And they say, okay, I'm going to go to work for some company. I'm going to do the bare minimum until I can retire. And I'm not putting, believe me, I'm not putting down doctors who are very dedicated and really care about what they're doing. But when you have somebody breathing down your neck, overseeing everything you do all the time, I mean, nobody likes that. Have you ever worked a job? I have, where they watch everything you do. Like, you might as well not even be there. You're thinking, if you're going to watch everything I do and not trust me and look over my shoulder, then why am I even here? But they don't have any autonomy anymore. They can't make decisions. They can't say, yeah, ivermectin's been approved for, what, 60 years? Works for all kinds of things. Here, try this. They can't even do that. You come in, they want to give you a shot. Why would you give me a shot? For anything. I mean, everybody doesn't necessarily need to get a shot. I had plenty of shots when I was a kid for various things. But one size fits all is not the way it's supposed to go. But one size fits Pfizer is how it goes now. I interviewed a woman a while back who's severely vaccine injured. Not everybody is. I'm not saying everybody is. But she happens to be very, very seriously vaccine injured. And she picked up a box and kind of spun it around. You know those kind of boxes you can get at Home Depot that have all those nuts and screws in them? You can turn it around and find your nut or screw. She picked up the box. That whole box is full of pills. And guess who makes the pills? Pfizer. That's right. So they screwed her up with a shot. And now they've got all these pills that she has to take just so she can get out of bed every day. So it's not all doctors, but the truth is if you work for a company and they say you need to prescribe this and this and this, and you need to try to get your patients to get whatever kind of shot, and you have to listen to them. They employ you. And I'm sure my doctor who tried to get me to take the shot, the COVID shot, was probably told by her higher-ups, get everybody to take the shot. And I just kind of gave her a look and I said, no, you know, she's fine with it. She didn't push it. But how often do they push it? I don't know. And what's their incentive to do it? And do they get in trouble if they saw 35 patients today and only five of them, I'm not talking about a year and a half ago when people were, were taking the shots more often. I'm seeing 35 patients today. I only have five of them who took the shot. I mean, is somebody looking through the files at the end of the day to look at those numbers? Probably. That'd be my guess. When we're not getting a lot of uh, you know, uptake on this, uh, we need to, uh, you know, we need to push it a little harder tomorrow. Can you imagine those emails they get at night? Telling them what to do? You're a veterinarian. Have you been to a veterinarian lately? Every time you go in, they want blood work and everything else. I have a vet who's been, thank God, he's been my vet for decades and decades. And he's been out of medical school a long time. And it's not that way with him. I take the animal in and I've got three dogs right now. And, you know, if, if something like my dachshund is 16 and he's got heart problems, big heart problems. But he's been on heart pills for three years. He's doing fine. He's still hanging in. Took him in the other day and he... Because I thought his mouth was sore and he gave me some antibiotics. And he said, well, you know, we're just kind of basically putting it off. But he said, we could pull some teeth, but he may not make it through surgery. And I said, I know. I used to work for this vet when I was like 20. I said, I know. I said, I know. It's a big, huge risk because he's stage four. If you put a stethoscope on his chest, it goes like a washing machine. (laughs) But his quality of life is good. 
We give him his pills and he's happy and wagging and barking and doing what dachshunds do. But other vets would be like, oh, we got to give, you know, blood work and da da. Let's do a surgery on him. And, you know, well, he might not make it, but he really needs this. And my vet knows me and he knows I'll do anything for my animals, but he's not going to do something that's not necessary. But if you go into a clinic where the vets work for a bunch of other people and are told to upsell you on everything, you know, or they just got out of vet school and they've got to pay their hundreds of thousands of dollars in vet bills back or, or school bills you know, uh, tuition bills. Next thing you know, you're paying a fortune. But your vet that you go to may not have the, I don't know, may not have the autonomy to say, no, it's okay. Really, he's okay. I mean, he's 16. What do you want to do? You want to do surgery on a 16-year-old dog who's who has in stage four heart failure? No. They may not have that option. Oh, the dog has a problem with his teeth. Let's, let's do that surgery. I, I don't know. That's the problem you don't really know when you go to a place. Pretty scary. Texture. People have started t- trying to sue veterinarians for malpractice. That might be driving the extra tests on animals. Maybe. Scary stuff, though, right? You just have to look at who's pulling their strings or who's employing them. may not even be as nefarious as pulling their strings. It's just a question of someone's writing them a check, right? I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Coming right back. Good evening. I was a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. He returns tomorrow. He's uh, having a little eye thing done today, and I hope he's going to be fine, and I'm sure he will be, and he'll be back tomorrow. So thanks for being with me this afternoon. I so appreciate it. We've been talking about this uh, so-called health czar, and Tara was talking about it on her show, of course, this morning, and Charlie was talking about this last night, is the idea of enlisting police departments to try to enforce quarantines and things like that. I mean, it's just, you know what they're doing? They're looking at all the things they wanted to do last time and couldn't accomplish. So now they're going to codify all this stuff. Now, you're going to, before it was a little, you know, yes, we believe it was coordinated at a lot of levels, obviously. The, you know, the virus corresponding very easily with the uh, shot and all the different things. We get all that. But it's a lot more, talk about streamlined, it's much more streamlined now to try to... Uh, to try to, uh, you know, enforce order and enforce health and this and that. And Charlie will be talking a lot more about this, of course, tomorrow night. But it's a big deal that they're doing this and putting somebody who's appointed, by the way, appointed. Okay, not elected, appointed. by some, Somebody's golfing buddy is going to get the gig. And that golfing buddy supposedly is going to be uh, beholden to the governor. But, you know, is the governor going to pick somebody? I don't know. Problem is trying to trust somebody in the medical field anymore. And once again, if you are in the medical field, it's not that we don't have nothing but respect for you. We do. But the truth is most people have to, they have to make a living. And you may have to work for people who try to tell you to keep your mouth shut. Text her. I was told by my Prisma surgeon that they cannot have an opinion and, sh- and share it with their patients. If they say anything outside of what Prisma says, they will be fired. And one of my big concerns with a shot to begin with, and I'm not telling you what, whether to take a shot or not. My big concern was, since when is one size fit all for everything? I mean, everybody can't take aspirin, right? My dad couldn't take penicillin. Everyone can't take anything. And so a doctor should have the ability to say to you, you know, I think you can do this, but you're better off doing that. Or this might work better without going to that extreme, right? 
Texter, I have the same issue I mentioned moments ago with my dog. With one of my older dogs and my vet is just taking care of her heart. Right. Because my vet could get her under the knife, get my dog who's a male under the knife and he may not survive it. I know what his heart sounds like in a stethoscope. I don't want him to put under. You know, when he first got this heart problem, just to give you an example of how these things go. When he first got this heart problem, um, and I, he was coughing was how I noticed it. So I take him to the vet, and the vet said, yeah, he listened to his, and I didn't have a stethoscope in the house at that time, and he goes, oh my gosh, yeah, it's a washing machine. And I said, okay. And so he's, you know, put it at stage, I think three at that time, now it's four. But he said to me, he said, well, I can go and I can have them bring an ultrasound machine in. I know there's somebody in town who has an ultrasound machine, and they just go from place to place, right? And they can bring the ultrasound machine in, and I said, you know, it's like $700. I said, wait a minute. I said, you know, if I had to pay the $700 because I thought that's what my dog needed, I said, I'm going to defer to your 40 years of veterinary experience. And if you say that's what he's got, that's what he's got. (laughs) My vet said, I know, I'm just offering. If you want to have somebody else in, I can do that. You know, so we've done, you know, the one thing. But, you know, if you go to a doctor and they're not going to let you. I remember the first time I was 18, I was so excited. I just turned 18 and I had tonsillitis again. And I go in and they said, oh, you know, you got tonsillitis. I said, no kidding. And the doctor said, well, the nurse is going to come in here and give you a shot. And I go, no, she's not. No, she's not. I am tired of getting shots in the butt. I'm not getting a shot. I'm 18 and I'm not getting the shot. Just give me the pills. <laughs> I know there's a trick to having a shot in the rear end. Like you put all your weight. If you're standing in the, off, in the room, whatever, you put all your weight on the other leg. And that it hurts less. I don't know. But I was tired of getting, you know, any kind of shot in the butt. I didn't want it. Turned it down. I survived. Yeah, imagine that. So, but there should always be a decision made that comes from your doctor, not somebody above who's never met you. And that's the problem. Texter. Heidi, my primary doctor told me he does not control the schedule anymore. The PPO and HMO tell him where to be and when. Right. That's what these doctors have, and once again, not, not picking on these doctors, that's what they've had to do to survive financially because more and more of them get sucked into these huge, you know, companies. That's the only way to make a living anymore. You can't be a, a doctor by yourself. Doing a, when's the last time you even heard about a sole practitioner? You don't see that anymore. Texter would think after the COVID Fauci corruption, the South Carolina Republicans would know better. You'd think, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you, Texter? Texture when the whole COVID shot thing began, all I needed here was that the manufacturers of the drugs they were pushing out, everyone could not be held liable for ill effects, and I was done, right? Hey, Heidi, I can hear a lot of people saying I was just following orders when this comes out. And like I mentioned, in case y'all missed it, a few minutes ago, I mentioned the fact that my friend's father was dying in California, and they gave him 15 minutes with his dying father before they yanked his hand away from his father and made him leave the hospital. 15 minutes, his dad died a a couple hours later. That's what a person in law enforcement, or if you want to call it that, this guy was a security guy in the hotel, uh, in the uh, hospital. That's the person who was telling them, you know, left the the ER in California, which, you know, they're crazy. All kinds of crazy stuff goes on in the ER. Let's not go down there. Let's go up to the the, the hotel, hospital room, and take this man's hand off his dying father because his 15 minutes are up. Can you imagine what happens when you put these kinds of people... In charge, when you start putting law enforcement in charge of quarantines and things like this that aren't even medically necessary, it's 
pretty scary. Pretty scary stuff. And like I said, I'm not telling anybody whether to take shots. I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified to tell you to take them, and I'm not qualified to tell you not to take them. Not a doctor. And even if I were a doctor, hey, wait for it. I'm not your doctor. How about that? (laughs) Even if I were a doctor on the radio, I'm not your doctor. Everybody's situation has to be unique. But if you get some kind of hell czar in there, it's going to be one size fits all, and you're going to get this, and you're going to get that. And how old are you? Oh, no, you don't get that. And how are you? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. You might get a, you know, an organ if you're rich. You may not get it if you're, uh, you know, poor. I did an interview a while back, if you're interested. Check on Rumble. I did an interview with a doctor who has been talking about organ transplants since it started. Back in the 60s and 70s, he's been talking about this all this time. About how they changed the definition of brain death, I'm using air quotes, because they needed the organs. <laughs> it's quite a racket. You can check it out on Rumble, Heidi Harris Show. Pretty scary stuff. Pretty scary stuff, how that whole thing works. So imagine everybody working together and nobody's able to have a conscience themselves and go, wait a minute, no, your employer said. You have to go along with that. And having the, the police on the street quarantining you, telling you you can't leave your house because they, they deem it to be some kind of healthcare emergency. Telling you, stock up on food. Stock up on the medicines that you take, whatever they are, prescriptions, whatever. Get your bug out bag. (laughs) I watch those videos, those prepper videos. Get your bug out bag ready to go. (laughs) We got our old truck camper. You just never know. I've told you guys that story before, but in November we took a trip cross country in our old truck camper, 1995. It's an oldie but a goodie. Hey, it's a good bug out vehicle. You just never know, right? Dexter, in 2020, my stepfather was in the hospital dying, but they wouldn't let my mother go upstairs and say goodbye during COVID in 2020. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. But that's what I mean. It hasn't been that long ago that we've seen these Nazi tactics. We cannot allow this to happen again. We've got to stay vigilant. I'm Heidi Harris, in for Charlie James. Final few minutes of the Charlie James Show coming up on the flip side. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlotte James. Uh, great audience, great people. Just a wonderful station. Always a privilege. And uh, always fun working with Will and Matt Causey. And uh, always a good time. Charlie will be back tomorrow. He had a little thing on his eye today, uh, treated. And he will tell you all about it tomorrow. He's been talking about his eye for about two days now. And if you've not heard that, you can go back and listen to the show yesterday or the day before and get up to speed on it. But he'll share with you what happened um, tomorrow. So we're excited about that. All right, let me go back to the text line real quick. Common sense retirement planning text line 71307. Oh, let's see. Let's mention that. Some people better brush up on the Nuremberg trials. It will happen over the mRNA death jabs. You know, I think the Nuremberg trials ought to happen when it comes to people who were talked into cutting body parts off too. You know, (laughs) kids who are ruined for life because of this. Texter, I agree with that last caller. You were talking about not letting him go up and see his wife because of their quarantine. If it was my wife or I were the patient, um, I'd ride around myself. I mean, how can you let a patient die alone? Well, they did. They did let him die alone. All over the country, they did this. This is nothing new. Texture, Heidi, I cannot have vaccines due to a very serious reaction from the shingle shot. Yeah, a friend of mine got the shingle shot, couldn't get out of bed for six months, and she still got the COVID shot. Mm, okay. 
Uh, anyway, texture. Uh, I, I was so scared I thought I was going to die. My doctor at the time agreed with me that the, another vaccine could be the death of me so they can take those shots and put them where the sun don't shine. Right. Right, 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 right. Texture, shame on security guards of police who blindly followed orders. And then the texture's mentioning the, the My Lai massacre in Vietnam. Um, I don't know all the details. I mean, I do, I'm do. i familiar with it, but, uh, you know. And, the, and look, Hitler's men said, uh, I'm following orders. That's what I'm doing, I'm following orders. And unfortunately, we've got a lot of people like that who would do whatever they say. And when, when you have a health czar in the state of South Carolina who's going to have the police work at their behest and enforce quarantines and things like that. Remember, these politicians never adhere to these quarantines. They do whatever they want to do. They go out to dinner. They travel. They do that. They visit with family. They do whatever they want to. They just keep you locked up so they can do whatever they want to. And who knows what the next thing is going to be? Well, what is that X? Remember there was that that X thing? What's it called? Um, virus X or something. Remember that X? Uh, what was it? Some kind of new thing that was coming out. They were going to try to um, get everybody excited about. No one's really cared yet. But don't think they're not planning something else. They saw how well this worked the last time. I mean, I think most of us, certainly I was, were of the camp that, okay, two weeks to flatten the curve. I mean, it seemed weird to me. Okay, stay home for six for two weeks, you know, stop the world. I want to get off. Okay, I can do that. Sit home for two weeks? <laughs> no problem. Although I didn't sit home for two weeks. I worked the whole time. But... A lot of people, okay, I can take a break for a minute, but then it's, you know, then it's a month, then it's two months, and it's this, and it's that. We all knew what was happening pretty quickly, even if we didn't immediately suspect it. But the idea, you know, that they can just, uh, you know, just lock us up because they feel like it, because they deem some kind of emergency. And they're going to make us take medicine we don't want, possibly, or they're going to, I mean, we don't know what they're going to do next. You know, there was, I had an appointment uh, last year to go get, I, that, I guess it was maybe a year and a half ago. I was going to go in and get an allergy shot about once a year. I really suffer in Vegas with certain plants. I don't know what they are, but whatever it is, I want to die for just about three days a year. I'm just gagging, <gasps> can't breathe, and feel like I'm coming down with a flu. And I was going to get a, uh, go get an allergy shot, which I have not had to do very often. But I thought, no, I'll go get it. And then I thought, you know what? <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not going near anybody with a needle right now. I'm not. I don't know what they're going to put in that needle. I don't know what's in it. Oh, they can look at my chart. Who knows if someone looks at my chart in the hallway and goes, oh, she's done the show. Okay. I, you don't know what people are going to do. And isn't that a shame? Because I know a friend of mine just was in the hospital a couple weeks ago, almost died. The nurses were fantastic. They took amazing care of him. They are incredible. Nothing but respect for these people. Nothing but respect. But a lot of these people work for others who want to control what they do. That's the difference. That's the distinction. They don't have the autonomy to do what they used to do, which is treat you as an individual. Text your people will just stop going to the doctor. Well, yeah, I mean, they, because they're not going to trust. I, I just called the doctor's office. And I said, you know, I'm going to leave that appointment for somebody else. I think I'm good. I didn't say why. I just, oh. and they're like, oh, thanks for calling. I said, okay, let someone else have my shot. I wanted to say, but that's been really, to me, one of the saddest things about COVID is the change that a lot of people have had, you know, in thinking about the medical community because there's a lot of mistrust and most of the people are, you know, really just great and trying to do their best. Not everybody though. Texture. Someone once said, if you give government the power during an emergency, they'll create an emergency to get the power or something like that. Right. Exactly right. 
They love power. They love control. They love locking us in our houses, telling us we can't travel, telling us we can't go to church, telling us we can't visit friends and family. How about the church one? Leave the liquor stores open, close the churches. We all remember that, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's scary times we live in, my friends. But you know what? God's in charge. And if I didn't believe that, and I didn't know that he was more powerful than any scheme they can possibly dream up, I'd be worried. Text her, it's disease X. That's what it is. Thank you very much that they're talking about doing disease X. Yeah. All right, guys, remember God is still in control. Great being with you this afternoon. Charlie returns tomorrow. Heidi Harris Show, you can follow me on all my socials, Heidi Harris Show, whatever. I have show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Rumble, all that good stuff. Don't forget to follow the station, 989Word, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 989Word. Thank you, Will. Everybody have a great night, and Charlie will be here tomorrow. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.